The following program is sponsored by Marty McClendon. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. That's right. There's nothing our God cannot do. Welcome to In My Opinion. I'm your host, Marty McClendon. Thanks for getting up on a Saturday morning, wherever you're going. Uh, if you're tuning through the stations and found me here, stay tuned. This is a show where I talk about things, politics, church, uh, real estate, culture from a Christian perspective. And it's called In My Opinion. Of course, like I said, my, ho- my name is Marty McClendon. And it come from my perspective. But in, my, in our shows, we like to start off with uh, a scripture verse, just one for today. And the scripture verse for this week, for the Saturday, the 14th of January already, it says in Habakkuk, that is Habakkuk, the book of Habakkuk, uh, spelled H-A-B-A-K-K-U-K, number, uh, chapter 2. Or, um, it's in the late stages of the Old Testament before the New Testament break there. It says, but the time is coming. When the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, as the waters cover the sea. Obviously, this scripture verse was prior to Christ coming to the church in humanly form, dying on the cross, and rising again. But it's foretelling uh, the time in the future when the earth shall be filled with the knowledge and the glory, uh, knowledge of the glory of the Lord. So I'm looking at all around me in this world right now, at the Washington State, in the county level, all across our beautiful nation, around the beautiful world, and I'm seeing wickedness. I'm seeing corruption. I'm seeing injustice. I'm seeing unequal sets of scales. If you're a part of a, a particular class or financial group or enough money or a political party, if you will, then the rules don't apply, and, and you and then, but they'll scream, absolutely scream murder, uh, and blame um, those on the right, those conservatives, those that oppose or have a different opinion for that matter, um, and they'll they'll accuse them of exactly what they've been doing. So I got a lot of there's some big stories this week. I'm gonna get to those. Um, I obviously, with my real estate background, I'm watching the market as well, seeing what interest rates are doing, what the market's doing, what prices are doing. There's a lot of uh, lot of speculation. A lot of big investors are raising capital right now to enter into the real estate market to buy properties because they know if the market turns or continues to go the way it's going, um, and the economy with inflation and, and the bad decisions this Biden administration and Inslee and the group uh, are making, they're going to need a lot of rental spaces. And so investors are looking at buying homes up as, as fast and as cheap as possible uh, so they can control the rental market, which makes sense. So if you're an investor, obviously, there are some good deals out there right now. Not They're not stellar, but they're pretty good, especially if people are motivated. But pay attention because there's this kind of, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Is inflation going to be worse? How's the recession going to help the housing market? If you have a house, uh, it's a great time to hold on to it, um, to watch the rates. They may adjust sometime in the future if you want to uh, refinance. 
But look at the rental rates, for, even if you own, and compare them. As a real estate agent, um, you're going to pay the X amount of dollars per month, and it's better to go towards a mortgage that you can have the mortgage interest deduction um, off your taxes, where it appreciates uh, much faster than you can actually save money. Uh, when you invest in real estate, the, the best thing about it, see, uh, you take, let's say you take $1,000, you put it in the stock market, and your stock you buy goes up um, 10%. Well, okay, now you have $1,100. You take that same $1,000, for argument's sake, $1,000 into a $300,000 house, FHA used to do 1% or whatever. Let's say it's a $200,000 house, just for argument's sake. Uh, use your earnest money. Maybe you're doing a VA loan if, if you're a veteran. Um, here, that $1,000 investment, okay, doesn't go very far, or $5,000 or $3,000 investment, whatever it may be. But that house, on average, appreciates 9 or 10% a year. But the whole house. So let's say you buy a $200,000 house and it goes up 10% a year. You just went made $20,000 in a year on a $1,000 investment. See how that, that real estate can do that? And then over time, you can't realize your gain until you sell it. But just something to be aware of. I haven't talked about real estate for a long time, but but that's why real estate, like 80% of all millionaires um, prior to like 2002 or whatever it was, um, became millionaires through real estate because it's a long-term investment. Uh, they will go through cycles, downturns, upturns, but ultimately over 40 years, the average property in the Washington state has gone up about 9% a year. So it's a pretty solid investment. But once again, it's the amount of money you put in and the, the outsized gain is because you're only risking a portion, a down payment, if you will. And the rest is mortgage and it's, it helps out. Anyway, don't want to try to sell houses today, but I'm just trying to encourage you all that there are silver lining. There's ways to make uh, money. There's ways to get ahead um, when things look bleak. And I'm going to take that as well because I'm looking around the world and I'm seeing a lot of bleakness when it comes to politics, to culture, to the uh, ever-increasing Communist Chinese Party, to ever-increasing tensions in, in um, Ukraine and Russia, here in the, in, in the U.S., uh, between being divided along racial and um, economic and so forth lines. Um, when things cost more, it's harder for people to get to work to school, feed their kids, and so forth. That's a lot of stuff that could be drag you down. But knowing that, okay, God's got a plan. What do we have? But what can we do? How can we take advantage of this time to get ahead for our family or ourselves? And that's a new year. Maybe it's the optimism just um, leaking through me to you, hopefully encouraging you. But it is a new year. We're only two weeks in, which means we have fifty five zero weeks left of the year, uh, of this 2023, to set ourselves up in position to take advantage of whatever may come, uh, and then to get ready for 2024, not only politically, economically, physically, as we're all working out to keep these resolutions, if you will. All right, there are two, I guess, well, two and a half, or three, uh, I guess three big things I want to talk about today. Three things that you probably heard already, but I want to dive a little bit deeper in them because there are three things that all stink of this corruption, this, this uh, deep state, if you will, um, the failure of big bureaucracies, if I can speak that today. I'll start off with the first one. Um, many of you, 
may have may or may not have seen it, but on Wednesday, the uh, FAA of the computer system that helps with air traffic control and so forth nationwide went down, meaning they had to ground all flights for all airlines on Wednesday. And so I'm like, okay, first of all, how does this happen? You know, we're one of the greatest nations, the greatest technology, and so on and so on, but it goes down, so no one can fly. They can't direct planes and so forth. Uh, thank God no one was hurt. But the person in charge of the transportation, the one that failed the job already when we had the crisis with all the shipping containers and ships offshore and couldn't get them onshore. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg, the guy that ran for president, that he was a mayor of South Bend, Indiana, terrible mayor, mayor at that, but ran because he was gay and so forth. Well, anyway, and, and he's been the secretary of transportation. And of course, remember, um, during that crisis, uh, he was on paternity leave, him and his partner, um, for children they adopted. And they're like, oh, we, uh, it, the world's not falling apart. People don't need to eat. The shelves are empty. Um, but we should honor the fact that he's on paternity leave. You, There are certain jobs, and I have one as well, that typically you're on call 24-7 when things go wrong. Even when you're off, you're not really off. But when you're the cabinet member taking care of transportation you would think when something like that when we can't fill our shelves we can't get it offshore we can't get things offloaded you would uh still be on call but no no and once again it doesn't apply to them that same guy is in charge of the faa and so president biden when he finds out that all flights are shut down through the faa decides hey i'll call my cabinet member and he says, I called Pete and we had a conversation and he doesn't know why it happened. Meaning Pete's not doing anything, Mr. Buttigieg, is not doing anything, doesn't know anything, hasn't been doing anything. And the president, the commander-in-chief, has no clue. He can't. His cabinet member can't tell him. No one can tell him what's going on. Uh, so it makes you wonder. We, you know, Because just a week or so ago, Southwest Airlines, which is a privately owned business or, or corporation, if you will, um, their system went down um, because of a storm. And they, and they got ridiculed. Even the Biden administration came out and kind of lambasted them. And Pete Buttigieg himself came out and said, well, they didn't invest in infrastructure. They have antiquated software systems. They should know better. I'm paraphrasing here. So he scolded them. And then just a week or two later, the FAA, which he's responsible for, goes down. Our nationwide infrastructure. Is this a cyber attack? Is this something we should be worried about while we're um, flying and so forth? I don't know. Um, but, but it brings up all kinds of questions about our electrical grid, about our power grid, about all these things that are really, really old at any point in time, can be a vulnerability from a, a defensive st standpoint and from a just a purely getting food, getting heat, getting cooling, and so forth. Something to be aware of. That's one major story that we don't have the answers to yet, but this is the incompetence. And I would argue, in many cases, it's intentionally incompetent because there's, a, there's, a, there's these forces behind that the actions they're taking seems to be the weakening and destruction of our, our way of America, our America first, if you will. 
Um, when you have open borders, when you have rampant drug use, when you have a, a non-enforcement of, of, of uh, criminal acts, um, where people have the blatancy to walk into a store and just take out something because you can't stop them and they won't be prosecuted because of these leftist judges and prosecutors. Um, yeah, that, uh, that doesn't seem like it's in our best interest as a country, don't you think? I think that has some intentionality to it, more than incompetence, uh, that has the negative effect on our economy, on our culture, on our kids. And don't get me started on the whole uh, teachers in schoolrooms and uh, transgender ideology and allowing kids to get abortions at 13 without parental notification, allowing them to go through drugs to stop their hormones and do a, a uh, sexual reassignment uh, under 15. That, that right there is, is mutilation. That's abuse of children. Um, we know this is demonic. It's evil. But we got to put a stop to it as they continue to push this crud on our kids and us and it's because our parents as parents we got to be engaged we got to be teaching and raising our own kids educating them and not relying on a third party or a group of people that have ill intent to um, indoctrinate groom our children to something that um, is abhorrent to us story number two that is actually related um, is joe biden Joe Biden, we know he's a Biden crime fairy. This is our president uh, currently. We don't know whether the election, whatever. Just He's currently in the White House, in the chair as commander-in-chief, uh, woke-eyeing our military, uh, keeping the borders open, acting like he doesn't know what's going on. Probably doesn't in many cases. So he's in there. And remember, we there, there was this raid on Mar-a-Lago. Uh, right before the, the election... The primary election where Republicans won but didn't win as much as we thought they'd win. No red wave, if you will. They raided Mar-a-Lago. I mean, they, DOJ and FBI, raided uh, his uh, home in Florida, President Trump. And because he had apparently had these um, documents from the National Archives from when he was a president in boxes, you know, behind a locked door, and um, even though he, uh, he had declassified them as president, which he has the right to do, um, they, they said, oh, this is bad. And, you know, who could be this careless to have these documents uh, in his possession? And so they've appointed a special counsel to look after Donald Trump. Of course they are, right? Russia, 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 um, Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. How many times have they tried yeah, what are they impeached him twice? But the point is, how many times have they tried and nothing really sticks because they have a vendetta, meaning the left, the Biden administration, Clinton, Obama, and us have a vendetta against Trump. And it makes you has to make you wonder, what do you like Trump or not? Why are they so dead set on destroying a man? You know, and that makes you go, okay, I want to know more about this. But anyway, back to the story. Um, turns out, um, in the news this week, is they found a, a set of documents that um, were classified, were found in the closet. Now, I saw it, heard it locked or unlocked either way. But Joe Biden's attorneys, for some reason, <coughs> were going through an office he has over at Penn State, at the Penn Biden Center, 
funded in much way by the um, CCP, the Communist Chinese Party, or Chinese Communist Party. Anyway, they're going through a closet, and they found these classified documents that he had, or somehow had got there in his office when he was vice president. The vice president, for those that don't know, does not have the authority to declassify something. So these documents that they found are still classified. They should not be in his office or in his possession. It is against the law and it's prosecutable, okay? Much different than what they claim, claim or said Donald Trump did. What's worse though is they, apparently these attorneys were looking and found them prior to the November election, but they suppressed the information so that it wouldn't affect the election, just like they did the Hunter Biden story. But in that case, the FBI was working directly with Twitter, we know for sure. We know it's probably um, Facebook and, and Instagram as well, to censor, to silence any dissent or any kind of um, information that would affect, basically, people not voting for Joe Biden. Well, well, and they asked him, uh, Joe Biden, about these. He said, I don't know how they got there. The Secret Service set the office up. I don't know. See, when you, you can't play dumb all the time. His office, his place, the documents, he's got to be held accountable. If he's going to hold Trump accountable when he went on national TV and, and couldn't believe how irresponsible or careless the former president could be, well, the same uh, application, remember how you judge, you should also be judged, right? The whole love, the leftists love using that scripture verse, right? The measure in which you use, right, will be used against you. Well, just a couple days later, apparently in a different office, I don't know how many offices Joe Biden had prior to being president. Um, I only have an office at work or an office at home, but I mean, crying out loud. You know, Hillary Hillary Clinton had her private server, right? These are all politics, but I'm, I'm, I'm tying this together for you. They found another um, group of boxes of, again, of highly classified documents that he shouldn't have in another office. So we don't know what's going to happen to this, but they've got to be uh, investigated. And you know what's funny about this? Not funny, like ha-ha, but funny, is... I don't remember any kind of FBI or DOJ raid into Joe Biden's house. Hmm, any one of his five houses. Interesting. I wonder why that is. Because they always will accuse you of what they are doing. Keep that in mind. Whenever you hear them saying Trump this, Trump this, conservative this, MAGA Republicans this, whatever, it's because whatever they're claiming that the other people are doing to get them to look, they're already doing the fact that they knew about this beforehand and what they have is a special counsel, if you will, reviewing, apparently, and working with the National Archives, the documents. So that's weird. Trump didn't get a special counsel to review the documents. He didn't get that kind of protection from the media and from the government to silence it before the election. Huh. I, I wonder why that is. Well, we know why it is. Story number three that I want to bring to your attention and how deep this goes. About two weeks ago, in the, I believe it's the Virgin Islands, it may be uh, around, around there, um, the prosecuting attorney, attorney general, sorry, the attorney general, 
um, filed a lawsuit in conjunction with the Jeffrey Epstein Island and human trafficking. Well, they've been they've been following sort of the dollars and 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 funding of the enterprise there, the, the private island, the private jet, and so forth. And J.P. Morgan Chase, the banker and the bank, was sued because they were facilitating and funding Jeffrey Epstein's human trafficking adventure. I, I, I'm assuming there's big money in the abuse of children and, and so forth. Um, it's sickening. It's wicked and evil. But anyway, story is, files a lawsuit. I remember talking about how cool it was that they're going to actually go after the big players, actually those that have the money behind this pedophilia, sex, human trafficking thing. So she did. Good for her. Then our, the president takes a vacation, another vacation. I don't know how many vacations he's had, but I know that his predecessor, um, Obama, took a lot of vacations as well on the public dime. But Joe Biden goes to where? The Virgin Islands, okay, um, where this um, attorney general filed a lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase. So he, t- he vacations there uh, with a wealthy donor, probably J.P. Morgan Chase himself. I'm just assuming that that's missing from the story or someone that, anyway, related. Weird thing. As soon as he's there, this attorney general gets fired. Apparently, they're not elected in the Virgin Islands. Um, apparently, they're appointed. So the governor fired her. And we're like, huh. So when they fired her, the lawsuit goes away against J.P. Morgan Chase. Hmm. Reminds me that during the Ghislaine Maxwell, which is Jeffrey Epstein's right-hand person who groomed girls to come into this human trafficking, she was convicted on human trafficking. She's going to jail for a long, long time. And there's a list of people that they traffic these children to, but none of them have been prosecuted. You don't hear any of these lists being revealed to the public. It's in the public uh, interest to know. And yet nothing's coming of it. So it, drug dealers always catch who they're, the, who they're dealing to and from. Why, why is this so secret? Again, they're the only reason, as Candace Owens says, Candace Owens is another commentator. Um, she's, she's great, young, um, African-American, um, fantastic conservative. But she said the only reason that this hasn't become public or isn't a big deal is because the people on the list are the people in power. So you got to know the Clintons, Obamas, Bill Gates. Uh, all of them have, there's a manifest of being on these these flights. Even Hillary was on the flight with Jeffrey Epstein to this island, Epstein's Island, where all these stories about abuse of children, um, human trafficking is there. This is one small part of it. But this, it, you know, so you're tied together. So that made me, re- reminded me, if you will. So you have the president going to Virgin Islands ostensibly for a vacation. It just happened to be at the same place where the attorney general was making waves, going after a very powerful elite funder, J.P. Morgan Chase, who's been around for a long, long, long time, at least the family has anyway. Um, 
that was funding human trafficking and Jeffrey Epstein. And suddenly, they lose their job for no reason. And then the, the lawsuit goes away. Because the governor said, nope, we're not having this. Because there's probably, he might be on the list. I'm not saying he is, but it, why else would you do it? Unless pressure from Joe Biden. Reminded me of during the 2016 or 2020 election, I should say, um, there was a lot of discussion around Hunter Biden, right? With, you know, getting money. Why is he sitting on the board of Burisma, which is a petroleum company out of Ukraine, okay? Um, prior to that, while Joe Biden was vice president, Barack Obama was president, they sent him over there to fix something, fix the fraud, if you will, in Ukraine. This is back, obviously, during Obama's years. And um, apparently they were investigating Hunter Biden. Said, this, this doesn't seem appropriate. He has no experience. He's on this board. They're paying him an ungodly amount of money. And he's got this deal with China, which is our enemy. Probably should investigate him. So there was an investigation being done, very similar as this one in the Virgin Islands against J.P. Morgan Chase, against Burisma Holdings, who is is probably well-known as corrupt and dealing with that kind of stuff, and Hunter Biden. So it was making news, and Joe Biden says, called him up and said, look, we're supposed to give you a billion dollars right now, a billion dollars, whatever it was for. It was um, aid, if you will. Maybe it was preparation for what we're seeing now. Who knows? But the point is, is you says he goes, you will not get it unless you fire this prosecuting attorney that's going after my son. He bragged about this. You can find it on video at the Council of Foreign Relations. And it's been brought up and people kind of brushed it aside. But here's a vice president at the time gets a prosecuting attorney fired who was looking into his son. Now president goes to the Virgin Islands, has another prosecuting attorney, or attorney general, I should say, uh, fired for looking into a friend, if you will, someone powerful and mighty. This stinks to high heaven. Both of these things stink and ties into the corruption. Now you add in the fact that they're finding all these confidential documents that Joe Biden has, and the documents that they found are in reference to Ukraine. Now tie all of that together, and excluding the whole FAA going down and the incompetence there. And how much money have we given to Ukraine over the last 12 months, two years? Yeah, like $450 billion. They're still putting money in, and they, they cannot trace or account for billions of this money. It's going into Ukraine. Then you remember a story just a few weeks ago. I want to tie this one together before we end the show. Um, where FTX, remember the crypto billionaire, the, the guy that was rich, that was funding and paying and spending money on Democrat campaigns during the midterm? And then lo and behold, he's bankrupt and there's no more FTX crypto. Very interesting because the, the Ukraine government was taking the money given to them by the us, you and me, taxpayers, by the Congress, this hundreds of billions of dollars, they were invested in it into FTX, FTX, and then was funding Democrat campaigns. And then lo and behold, the money's gone. Wow, imagine that. Zelensky's made a partnership with them, reached out. There, there's, there's a lot of stuff here, smoke and mirrors, that we need to know. But it's all circling around 
the current president and those, well, the left, you have Clinton still involved. You still have Obama. I'm not sure. But right now, the Biden family is a mess. And I, I see the dominoes falling. I'm hoping that the Republican Congress, that's now got the majority, that the American people um, will hold them accountable. Because we know that they've weaponized the DOJ, weaponized the FBI, the IRS, and many other federal agencies against you and me. But, as I started the show, I'm hopeful, I'm optimistic that over this next year, we're going to see a lot more people, eyes awakened, talking about these things, uh, holding them accountable. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. But when you see these connections between Ukraine, Biden, uh, the, the reproducing, the firing of the prosecuting attorney and firing the attorney general for looking into these things when no one's prosecuted around the pedophilia and the human trafficking. Human trafficking is probably one of my hottest buttons. We have got to put a stop to that, hold those involved accountable, and save men, women, and children from being trafficked and enslaved in this way. Whether it be sexual or just human trafficking for labor, it is atrocious, and I I know it's demonic. So it's got to be done. That's all I got for today. Speak to you all next week. Take care and God bless. My God is so big and so strong and so mighty.